Coming to you from Beaumont, this is your house call. The emergency room is not a fun place to visit. If you find yourself there, it surely means that something's gone wrong, possibly even something truly life-threatening. So while we don't necessarily love going to the emergency room, we usually take for granted that the ER is a safe place. But during the COVID pandemic, the ERs were hit particularly hard, and many ERs became the hottest of the hot COVID-19 locations within the hospital. This has caused an alarming trend. Patients are afraid to seek emergency care because they fear COVID more than the immediate life-threatening symptoms that they may be experiencing. So now, as we begin to emerge from the tidal wave of COVID-19 that we experienced early in this year, we ask the important question, is the emergency room safe? That's exactly what our conversation today is about. Hello, and welcome to the Beaumont House Call podcast. I'm Dr. Nick Gilpin, and my goal is to help you and your family live a smarter, healthier life. Today's conversation is an update on COVID-19. Joining us on the podcast today, we have Dr. Jamie Zaida. Jamie's the Chief of Emergency Medicine for the Beaumont Health System, and he's been a busy, busy man during the COVID pandemic, and he certainly has quite a story to share. Today's focus is on COVID, specifically on what we can expect to see in our hospitals and emergency rooms as we continue to navigate our new normal. So with that, Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Nick, thank you for having me here. You bet. Let's dive in. So Jamie, what have the past couple months been like for you, man? You all right? Yeah, it, you know, it's 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 been amazing to witness this. I remember when we started this journey sort of in the middle of March, um, you know, things were sort of humming along and sort of mid-March came and then it, it, we had this, this you know, massive influx of, of corona cases. It was almost like a, a light switch went off. Yeah. Um, and we very quickly had to transition our emergency operations, not just at Royal Oak, but across the health system to really manage this influx of patients. And we, we did a, a, I have to say, it was a phenomenal job of, of the teams to to do that. But um, You guys it, did a hell of a job. I, mean, I think, you know, let's, let's put a finer point on that. We went from never even seeing this disease before right. to all of a sudden it's flooding us. And, you know, we had such an influx that you alluded to and – we didn't have the capacity to see all those patients in our brick and mortar ERs. We right. had set up these curbside, you know, sort of drive-through right. emergency room sites. I mean, you managed all that. I mean, it was really yeah, it, impressive. Right. It, it's interesting. I mean, we had to really think outside of the box. We did things that we wouldn't normally do. And and you have to remember at this time, there was so much fear out there mm-hmm. in the public that, that there was this mad rush of the worried well. They were all concerned that they could have COVID. Yeah. Um, and, you know, where's the first place you go? You go to the emergency department. And so we had to very quickly and efficiently set up across Beaumont Health these curbside, um, you know, screening sites. And I think over the course of, of this pandemic, um, you know, clearly things have wound down quite a bit, but we screened upwards of seven to 8,000 people or more. Wow. So it was, a, it was amazing um, being able to do that. And the other really interesting thing is during this time, we had a a real dramatic drop-off of sort of what we would normally see in the emergency department. Patients with chest pain, abdominal pain, strokes, trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, our, and our volumes dropped off dramatically to, to where it was primarily COVID that we were 
we were seeing, and everybody was kind of scratching their heads, you know, what happened to everybody else. Right. Where'd they go? Yeah. And I don't know that, you know, I think there's a few things that, you know, are probably driving that. I think fear is a is, is a big piece of that. Oh, yeah. And I think it's important to educate the public that, that there's no reason to be fearful. You know, on a recent podcast, I shared some stats from the American College of Emergency Physicians. Four in five adults, 80%, say they're concerned about contracting COVID if they go to the emergency room. Nearly a third of adults have actively delayed or avoided seeking medical care because they're concerned about COVID. What stories do you have that you've heard or seen firsthand about people ignoring their care, their dangerous symptoms, and presenting too late? Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I think, um, you know, in a normal at a normal time, folks would sort of develop a symptom. They might get chest pain. They might get abdominal pain. And their first reaction would be, you know, I should go into the emergency department. I need to get checked out. This could be serious. You know, in this environment, they're very fearful of that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've heard a, a number of anecdotal stories about folks who, who stay at home with abdominal pain, and it turns out to be appendicitis. Mm-hmm. And by the time they present to the emergency department, there's a, a, you know, a perforation of the appendicitis. Same thing for diverticulitis. Of, of most concern is, you know, chest pain, heart attacks, patients with stroke symptoms. We've seen people present several days after their stroke. Um, where in sort of normal times they would present to the ED um, right away. So that, that's very concerning. You said it, and I think you highlighted a few of the dangerous symptoms that people should really not be ignoring. You know, you really should not ignore that chest pain, that one-sided weakness in your arms or your legs or your face. I mean, what other things? I mean, give us a few uh, pointers here. Yeah, I, I think those are those are the big ones. If you're having chest pressure, if you're having difficulty breathing, um, you know, those are always concerning for cardiac or respiratory symptoms. Um, you highlighted the stroke symptoms. Any, anybody having difficulty with speaking, weakness in an arm or a leg, mm-hmm. um, difficulty walking, you really need to get seen immediately for that sort of thing. Um, to, to, to wait and hope that it goes away, I think, is, um, it, it could be dangerous. So, Jamie, you talked a little bit about chest pain. Um, What are some other symptoms? Maybe give us your top four or five, recognizing, of course, that this is not going to be a comprehensive list of things, but what are the top handful of things that we should not be ignoring symptom-wise? Right. As you pointed out, chest pain is clearly one of the the, the really important ones, or even chest discomfort, not just pain. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody who's having difficulty in breathing, which is new for them, that's a very concerning symptom. Any neurological symptoms that could be related to stroke, such as difficulty with speaking, weakness in the arms or legs, tingling and numbness, severe headache, those are very concerning symptoms as well. In addition, abdominal pain. If you're not one to get abdominal pain and now you've developed abdominal pain that's pretty serious, I think it warrants an evaluation without question. Um, There's a whole host of traumatic complaints that, that folks could have, and I think the important thing is to really you know, if you're concerned about your symptoms and you're worried about it, um, I, I think it is better to play safe than sorry and to get evaluated. I think that's the key piece. You know, pivoting now, Jamie, to our current situation, I think it's, I know it's fair to say that our hospitals and ERs look and feel quite a bit different than they did during the heat of the surge in March and April. Talk about what sort of things are in place now, processes, procedures, that we've done to make our ERs safe for our patients. Right. And I think it's important to, to reassure the public that um, that when patients do present to the emergency department, we have very robust screening at the front end. So 
Um, what we ideally try and do is identify patients who have potentially COVID versus those who don't, and we manage them in separate areas of the department where the COVID side has the expertise, has the proper PPE, mm -hmm. the protections are in place. And for those who have, you know, conditions that are clearly not COVID-related, we can treat them in a, in a separate area. Uh, it's important to point out that all patients um, and visitors, when they are allowed, um, wear a mask. Mm -hmm. All employees wear proper PPE. All areas are, are frequently disinfected and cleaned. Um, and we've done a remarkable job at, at keeping patients and staff safe during this time. Yeah. Walk me through, you know, the whole sort of start to finish. So I, I'm I'm a patient right now. I'm I'm at home. I, maybe I've been having that chest pain that you just talked about. So I come to the emergency room. Take me through, you know, the the journey. You know, I guess so. I I come in through the front door. I get screened. Yeah, you'll come in through the front door. There'll be a provider at literally at the front door that will ask some questions about why you're presenting. And if it's very clear that it's chest pain related or potentially cardiac. You'll be quickly moved to a, a non-COVID area where you'll be quickly registered. You'll be placed in a bed. Rapid EKG will be obtained. A physician will come in to evaluate you. Um, everybody's wearing a mask. Every, every, everybody's washing their hands like right. crazy. Yep. yep. And um, and we're really functioning right now as as kind of two EDs. Mm -hmm. You know, the COVID and the non-COVID um, unit. So it's. Um, but fundamentally, when I get there, my care is not really going to be any different than it was pre-COVID, right? No, I, and I think for, 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 for the average person who comes in, they will have no idea that there's anything going on related to COVID. Yeah. It'll seem like a, a normal, seamless emergency department visit. In some ways, though, I think it's fair to say our ERs right now are pretty slow. So it's probably fair to say wait times won't be an issue. You know? That's actually right. And, and um, when you look at our volumes, our volumes are actually down about 50% of what their historic volume levels are. So yeah. it's now, we, things are starting to creep up a little bit, but, you know, currently we still have the stay-at-home order. And there's a number of things that I think are driving those volumes staying down, but fear is a big one. And it's important to make sure that the public understands that there's no reason to be fearful. And you have these symptoms, you're, it's really critical to get seen. Couldn't agree more. I, I think you hammered on a lot of really good points today, Jamie, and, and one of them being that we're safe, we're open, we're ready to take care of you. Absolutely. We have the tools. I would even say that our staff, our ER docs, our nurses – who have been through hell are better now for it today than they were before because they have the skill set to take care of. They already had the skill set right. to take care of non-COVID. Now we've got the added skill set of taking care of COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. And this whole pandemic has brought everybody together as a team like I've never seen before. It's been truly amazing and, and great to be part of. Couldn't agree more. Let's leave it there. I think that's about all the information we have time for today. I want to thank Dr. Jamie Zaida for coming on the podcast. Thank you for all your hard work, thank sir. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. My pleasure. I want to remind our listeners uh, that all this and more can be found at beaumont.org safe. We also have your uh, one-stop shop for all things coronavirus at beaumont.org coronavirus. We're also going to be doing a series of COVID-19-related podcasts with different subject matter experts in the coming days. We have topics such as getting regular screenings and checkups, surgery, obstetrics, and outpatient care. And I also want to remind you to send any questions or suggestions to podcast at beaumont.org. And I will leave you today with this healthy thought. The COVID-19 pandemic hit us extremely hard in the early months of 2020 and no one can be certain what the next several weeks or months have in store. But this much is true. Don't delay seeking care when your health is on the line. 
If you have a life-threatening emergency or if you need emergency care, the Emergency Center and our physicians are ready to give you the safe and prompt care that you need. Thank you. Continue your journey to living a smarter, healthier life. Visit Beaumont.org podcast to access information and resources related to today's podcast.